Uh, the secret of a good sermon, and I hope it'll be good today, uh, is to have a very good beginning and a very good ending, and to have the two as close together as possible. <laughs> Amen? Amen? So I'll try not to keep you too long today, but God is good. I mean, He really is. And, uh, I'm so glad to be here, and uh, I'm glad to be part of this uh, kingdom, and God is really, 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 really has been good to me. Uh, I want to preach a message today, uh, and I kind of got this on my way back from Washington, D.C., or maybe it's on my way. I started working on it on my way to Washington, D.C. with the veterans, and uh, one of the things that uh, that I had uh, heard, and I think it come from the back seat, and it might have been Eli, or maybe one of the Tittle boys, and they said, are we there yet? How many has ever went on a trip with children? How far are we there yet? So I want to preach a message today, are we there yet? And uh, if you'll turn to your Bibles to Philippians 3, uh, verses uh, 12, 13, and 14. Philippians 3, uh, verses 12, 13, and 14. And we'll go ahead and read it off here. I've got it down here too. Uh, not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which also I'm apprehended of Christ Jesus. Verse 13. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press towards the mark for the pride of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. And today, I want to talk about pressing towards that mark. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we come before you today. We're grateful. We're thankful, dear God, for this opportunity, Lord, to break uh, open the Word of God. We're thankful for this opportunity, dear God, to be able to minister to a great group of people here today. And realizing, Lord Jesus, that you've got something. Lord, I want to be changed. I want to leave here different than what I came. Lord, I know the God that I serve that is well able, Lord Jesus, to reach down and to anoint each and every one. You know what? Uh, I press towards that goal. You know what? I'm not there yet, but I'm trying. Amen. I'm pressing. I'm going on. And today, I want to preach to those in the congregation that have lack, that have sickness, that have confusion, that have failure, that have unsaved children, that have marital problems, and have other curses maybe that's even put upon their life. But I don't know about you, but that just about hits all of us. Amen? Amen? Yes. It really does. And my life and faith haven't developed to the place that it really needs to be. And I'm not a victim here today. I want to let you know that. I'm not a victim here today. And a lot of times we have that victim mentality. Yes. That's right. Come on, I'll talk to you here. Oh, I don't know why everything happens to me. Yes. And a lot of times we have that mentality uh, uh, that we don't have anything and we're not going to have anything. Well, you know what? I'm going to teach you today how we can have it all. Amen. Good. Amen. I'm serious. We can have Amen. it all. And uh, I believe we just need to develop it. Uh, but I'm not a victim. I've got power over my future. Amen. 
Hallelujah. And I'm going to show you how to use it today. Amen. Amen. How? Well, there's three Greek words that I want to talk about today. And the first one is dumanus. And uh, if, I, if I mispronounce these Greek words, uh, I know there's people out here that knows them better than I do. And you can uh, correct me after church. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. You're just going to have to let me butcher it in church. Amen. But the first word that I want to talk about, how many wants more power in your life? Yes. I mean God-changing power. Yes. Power to change your family. Power to change your neighborhood. Power to change the church. Power to change your city. Power to change your region. I don't know about you, but I want some of that power. Amen. Amen. I'm sorry. I'm my boys are trying to get me to talk, but they're not here to stop me dead. I'm just an old-time preacher that preached 40 years ago like this, and I can't change now. Amen. It's too hard. It's too hard. So I tried to make it into a teaching exercise today to slow myself down. Amen. But the first one is Duminous, and it's an explosive power. D-U-N. A-M-I-X. And it's an explosive power. It's like dynamite. In Acts 1 and 8 it says, You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. I don't know about you, but I like that power. Amen. I remember many, many years ago coming home from a prayer meeting. And I, I got kind of uh, duped into the prayer meeting because I didn't want to go to no prayer meeting. I wasn't going to church, uh, even though I was raised in church. Uh, but there were some friends, amen, that invited me over. We're going to have a pool party. Not not a swimming pool party, but we were shooting pool. Yeah. I had a pool table in his basement. We're going to have pizza. We're going to have drinks. And, of course, the drinks I'm thinking about wasn't what they had. They had Coke and Diet Coke and 7-Up. And... Uh, and we're just going to have a good time. I thought, well, I guess I'll go. I went there and they got me down that basement. They started praying for me. Amen. I'm telling you what. And uh, one of them was uh, praying for me. And the next thing I know, I'm praying myself. And somebody's telling me to hold on and somebody's telling me to let go. And, I didn't know what to do, and uh, so I just kept on praying. But I, I left there feeling different in the Lord. But I felt like there was something missing in my life. And it was that dominous power, and I didn't have it yet. And so as I pulled in the driveway at my mom and dad's house, and a lot of you have heard this story, uh, I was home on leave from the Navy, and I just got back from overseas. Uh, uh, fact is, I've been overseas a couple of years, and uh, I just got home, and, and God spoke to me and said, wake your father and have him lay hands on you, and you will receive the power of the Holy Ghost. Praise Jesus. Wow. And so I thought, I can do that. And then the devil speaks. Everybody know that there's two people speaking sometimes? And he says, hey, it's Saturday night. It's late. Your mom and dad's in bed. Church is tomorrow. Let it happen at church. Amen. It don't have to happen at church. That's right. And so I just prayed again and I felt the need to wake my dad up. And about that time I had a vision 
of this big feather pen, and, and it was right in my name, that landing book lot. And I ran into the house. I ran up the stairs, beat on my dad's door, and said, Dad, get up. If you pray for me, God's going to give me the baptism of the Holy Spirit. He laid hands on me. I laid down on the floor for about two hours. Every time I tried to get up, I'd fall back down. Amen. I'm talking about some dynamite power. I'm talking about that luminous power. Amen. And uh, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. The next one is uh, Exua. And I'm not sure if that's correct. I'm sure that it isn't correct. And it's a power based on authority. And in John 1, 12, it says, As many received Him, He gave the power to be sons of God. You know what? Just because we're believers, because we've accepted Jesus Christ into our life, because we're sons and daughters of the Most High King, that gives us the right to some power right there. Amen. Who are you? What do you mean, who am I? I'm a son of the Most High God. Amen. And that gives me the power. It gives me that spatial power. Amen. And uh, I'm going to talk about these three powers here in just a minute. And the last one is Kratos. And it's a society-transforming power. Uh, in Acts 19.20, it says, The message of the Lord spread widely and had a powerful effect. Amen. And that luminous power is like, I mean, it's got a lot of power. It's like a gun. Anybody here ever shoot a gun? You got to be careful. They got a lot, it's got a lot of power. I've been a policeman, and, and I know, you know, and, and uh, uh, one time we we're on the shooting range, and they brought this old car out, and uh, somebody said, here, let's shoot some desert eagles. And they got these 50 caliber pistols. And we shot into that car, into the engine block, and it went clean through, out the other side. I thought, that's some power. That's some doom's power. That's that gun. Amen. And then uh, uh, the, the next one is the exosia, and that is the badge. That badge gives you the right to use that gun. Yes. Amen. As long as you use it the right way. Amen. And so, and then the last one is Kratos. That's a transforming power. That's where the family, the church, the region can be changed. Amen. But when you get all three of those powers together, oh, hallelujah. I'm talking about transforming something here. I'm talking about getting over that hump of lack. I'm talking about if there's sickness in your house, let's just rebuke it, let's pray for it, let's get over it. Amen. If there's confusion, God's not the author of confusion. If there's failure, amen, I don't know what I'm going to do every time I try something that doesn't work. You know what? Rebuke that thought and say, you know what? It's going to work this time. I'm going to get that promotion. I'm going to go get that job. I'm, these things are going to happen for me because I've got God in my life. Amen. A lot of times we just don't know what God has for us. Amen. And so the message of the Lord spread widely and had a powerful effect. In fact is, if you begin to read in Acts 19, it talks about the sons of Sceva. And uh, they were following after the apostles. And they was watching what Paul was doing. And uh, he was walking down the streets. He was laying hands on the people. 
And uh, he was saying, in the name of Jesus, be healed. In the name of Jesus, be raised up. In the name of Jesus, I cast out these demons. And they said to themselves, you know what, that's some neat stuff. Amen, that really is. And so they tried it. And they got by with it, according to the Scriptures. But all of a sudden, they ran into a man. And they laid hands on him. Now we're talking about seven men here. Laid hands on him and prayed for him. And all of a sudden, he speaks out. Now I kind of imagine, you know, you got to read between the lines sometimes in the Bible. I kind of imagine that he said, Jesus I know. Yes. All I know. But who are you? Yes. Did that scare you a little bit? Yes. Well, those men that were fully clothed were attacked by one man, seven of them. And they left that house naked. Clothes tore off of them, beat up, and ran out of there. And they realized, you know what? I don't have the power. You know what we need? We need that power. We need that power in our life that's going to be a changing power. Amen. And so that's what happened. An inner attitude of faith that holds a family a church, a region, a nation in increasing blessings. Amen. Amen. You know what? I'm more blessed today than I was two years ago. Amen. I'm more blessed today than I was ten years ago. And you know what tomorrow's going to bring? Tomorrow's going to bring more blessings to yes. Brother Greg. Amen. Amen. And uh, it, it's just what it is. In uh, the Kratos power, Elijah uh, had the power of prayer. You know what he did? He got down and prayed and he said... You know what? What's it going to take to wake up this nation? And he says, I pray that there will be a drought. I pray that it won't rain for three years. Wow. And you know what? What is believed after prayer is just as important what is believed during prayer. Amen. Elijah's Kratos faith continued after the prayer meeting. And Romans 16.20 says, The God of peace will crush Satan under your feet shortly. Yes. Amen. I, I'm telling you what. You know what? I've been, my back has been prayed for. Now, I don't know, Brother Tony, if it was all that walking, but I woke up this morning and my back hurt. It may have been in that van. driving all the hundreds of miles in that van. But my back hurt. But I've been prayed for. And you know what I did when I got up swimming? I'm, like, I'm trying to straighten up a little bit. I'm 66 years old. I'm, I'm not young like a lot of these guys. And so sometimes I can't keep up with them. But I, and then sometimes they can't keep up with me. But, uh, isn't that right, Josh? <laughs> Him and Eli. Why are you walking so fast? Because I can get there sooner. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. But I just want you to know something today. It doesn't matter, you know, if my back hurts or not. You know what I said to, this morning? I said, you know what? My back's been prayed for. I'm healed. Praise Jesus. I'm healed. Yes. You know what I'm going to say tomorrow morning? I'm healed. Yes. 
I'm healed. Because it's just like Elijah. What is believed after prayer is just as important what's believed during prayer. Amen. If we mix God's word with faith, we're going to experience, experience a growing inner peace that's going, that we're going to know. Amen. Uh, Philippians 4, 6 and 7 speaks to this. Uh, and it says that we're commanded not to worry about anything. Wow. But we're to pray about everything. With what? Thanksgiving. Amen. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I don't know why I'm going through what I'm going through, but I thank you. Amen. God, I know that I'm going to be able to get through this, and I thank you. Yes. You know what? An ongoing thanksgiving is an inner attitude of faith, and it holds an increasing blessing. You know what we do? We water yesterday's prayers with thanksgiving. And uh, uh, we build up an Elijah kind of prayer. And the Bible says that it availeth much. Right. Amen. You know what? If I, if I needed healing, I would come up here today. I would let somebody pray for me. I would be healed. And, and he'd say, well, do you feel anything? Feel anything? And you just be honest. No, I don't. Well, you will. That's right. You will. Yes. Because the God that I serve, he's a prayer answering God. The word is true. He's a healer. He's a deliverer. And I can stand on that word today. Amen. Amen. God's testing me. <laughs> you know what? We can read Job 1 and 2. And can I mess with your theology just a little bit today? Oh, I was reading on the way back. And I begin reading in the book of Job. And I'm thinking, you know what? Sometimes we just got to go through things. And God puts that hedge down and lets the devil at us. And uh, I want to tell you something. That's not entirely true. Because I read something yesterday that just really kind of threw me for a, a little bit of a loop. Job 3.25 and it says this, For the thing I greatly feared has come upon me. Yes. I want you to think about that. For the thing I greatly feared has come upon me. Amen. And I want to increase your faith today. So I want you to know that Job, and this is this is great speaking here, that fear gave Satan illegal access to kill, steal, and destroy. The perfect love of God cast out all fear. But once we have that in there, you know what? That lets Satan enter in. You know what? If he didn't have that fear. I don't think Satan could have got to him. He put the hedge down. Satan couldn't got to him because he was in God. Amen. And so we need to close the door of our life to the enemy and open the doors of blessing and power of God. You know what? I can't even begin today to express the power of faith. A fact is in Mark 2 and 5 it says, When Jesus saw their faith, He forgave and they were what? Healed. And Mark 5.34 says, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Mark 9.23, If you believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Mark 10.52, Go your way. Your faith has made you well. Amen. 
You can even go back home and your daughter's going to be well. Why? Because you've got faith. I'll tell you what, we need to step out on faith. We need to start believing some things. And once we have the power of God in our life, that faith is going to increase. Once we begin to give thanksgiving to the prayers of yesterday, we're going to see great things being done. Yeah. Hallelujah. I believe Mark 11.22 says this, Have faith in God, whosoever says to this mountain be removed and does not doubt it but believes it, He'll have whatever he says, whatever things you ask when you pray. Believe that you receive them and you will have them. Amen. Amen. You really believe that? I do. It's in the Bible. I believe it. We have an advocate the Father. <laughs> Hallelujah. We do. Uh, fact is, uh, Brother Dean gave me a paper and it's about the names of God. And, and one of the... One name that I love the most, Brother Dean, is Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide. Yes. Amen. In fact, it was Abraham, and he was uh, getting ready to offer up his son Isaac. And Isaac said, Dad, you know, where, where's the sacrifice? What did Abraham say? He said, God will provide. Yes. And, uh, or he said, Jehovah Jireh, which is God will provide. And God will provide. Amen. He really will. He will provide. We've got an advocate that cares about me. Amen. Now, we got squirrels in our backyard. Amen. A lot of them. And it's this time of the year where we have baby squirrels. And we got baby rabbits. And we got two dogs. And when we let them out, they sniff around and try to find things. But one dog that we have. All we have to do is say the word squirrel. <laughs> and man, she's going to the window looking around. She's jumping at the door. And she wants out. She wants to get a squirrel. <laughs> and my wife said while we was gone that she hid kind of under the porch a little bit. After she chased the squirrel up the tree and then it got away. And she hid and didn't move. And these two squirrels were playing on the tree. And finally one of them came down to eat. And she said she wasn't moving an inch, just twitching a little bit, getting excited. <laughs> but she wasn't moving, and this squirrel didn't see her. She's coming closer and closer and closer. And Patty thought, you know what, she may get that squirrel. <laughs> i got to protect the squirrel. So she opened up the door, and the squirrel runs, and smidgen missed the squirrel. <laughs> now, she hasn't put two and two together yet. She's not that smart at all. But one of these days, she's <laughs> not like you. Patty protects the squirrels. And we had a bucket outside, and under the bucket it had just a little edge to it. And Patty said, I went out the other day, and under that bucket was a baby rabbit. And I said, what bucket? That bucket? Yeah, let's look. There was a baby rabbit. And uh, I thought, it won't be long, and dogs are going to sniff out that bucket. <laughs> so we ran that little baby rabbit off. <laughs> But we have an advocate to follow. <coughs> Second Timothy 4, verses 7 and 8. This is Apostle Paul. He said, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me that day. 
And not only to me, not to me only, but unto all them that also love his appearance. Yes. Amen. I, I can't even begin to tell you that I'm not there yet. I'm not at the place where I'm laying on my deathbed saying I've finished my course. Because I have. Amen. But when I do, I hope that I'll be able to say that. I remember visiting my father in the hospital just a few days before he died. In fact, this we took him out there. And uh, he grabbed a hold of me and he wanted to make sure that I would watch over my little sister. And she had some uh, <clears throat> mental disabilities. And she was a little slow. And he said, you take care of that. And I said, Dad, you know I will. He said, I know. And I said, but quit talking like this because you're going to get out of here. He says, oh, no, I'm not. He said, the Lord's let me know. This is it for me. And I said, Dad, don't talk like that. You know, I'm grabbing one. Don't talk like that, Dad. And he said, Greg, it's okay. Now he grin. Greg, it's okay. It's time. He was more or less saying, I've, I've done what I can do. I've finished my course. Yes. And I realized then, and my heart was heavy, and my father was my best friend. Yes. And I realized that this is it. And I thought, dear God in heaven, if there's ever a time in my life that I can go out like that, knowing, being assured, not being afraid, knowing where I was going. Amen. That's what I want. Amen. I really do. But I, I want to give an opportunity today. If you do not have that baptism, I want to pray for you today. Yes. Because God will give that to you. Amen. That's a power. That's a powerful power that we can have. And we need it in this world that we live in. That's right. We really do. And also in the 19th chapter of the book of Acts, it talked about Paul walking through the streets. And it said that he prayed for people and they were healed. But he also said that he had prayer cloths. He just cut off pieces of his robe. You know, he had a bunch of prayer cloths. And, and I just cut up a bunch of uneven pieces today. And I'm going to ask the people from the School of Supernatural Ministry to come up here and grab one or two of these uh, cloths and just be able to pass them out to you. Because it said not only were they healed, not only were they healed, but that spirit of Satan was cast out. Amen. Amen. And I don't know if you've got anything that's holding you back, but I would come up and let somebody pray over a prayer cloth and hand it to me today. So I'm going to ask them to come. I'm going to ask Mike if he'll come and just play something on the gift card. Amen. I'm going to ask my wife to come. And I want us to pray for somebody to receive the baptism of the Spirit. If you don't have it, let's stand right now. Amen. Amen.
you, but I want this power. I want the doomless power. Amen. That explosive power. That dynamite power. I want the excusia power. Power based on authority because I am a son. I am a daughter of the Most High King. I want that Kratos power uh, where we can change a society. Where God will give you boldness. Amen. He will. We were sitting at a restaurant. There's 11 of us at a table. And this girl was in and out. And she was real good. A real good waitress. And uh, I just felt like, you know, she needs something. And I said, do you need anything? I, I said, I'd like to pray for you. I said, I'm a pastor. I'd like to pray for you. And she said, no, I'm fine. I'm good. Isn't that what she said, Tony? I'm good. And I said, are you sure? She says, well... I just got my bachelor's degree and I'm going to be, I'm going to get my master's in physical therapy and I'm so scared because I hurt so hard. I don't know if I'll be able to do it. And I could use prayer for that. I said, well, you come to the right place. We're going to pray for you. Amen. Well, yeah, I'm at the right place. I work here. That's it. Okay. <laughs> We're going to pray for you anyway. Amen. And you know what? I prayed for her. And her eyes, I mean, just looking at her eyes, they lit up and she said, thank you, thank you. And I said, we're going to cast out that fear. You're going to be just fine. God's going to help you. And I really, 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 really believe that. But if you need something from God today, if you've got a problem, and, and maybe, maybe it's somebody living at your home, you want to slip one of these prayer cloths in, into their pillow. Amen. They don't know us. Amen. You can do that. So as they begin to play, you begin to sing. I would ask you if there's anybody here that needs a healing, that has a problem with lack of Amen. That has a problem with sickness. That has a problem with confusion. That has a problem with failure. That has a problem with unsaved children. Maybe it's a marital problem. Maybe there's other things in your life that you're having a hard time with right now. I would ask you to come and let them pray over you. Let them give you a prayer cloth. Put it in your billfold. Put it in your purse. And carry it around with you. God will do great things. Amen. I believe the God that I serve today said that we can, that we can do greater things than what He even did. And you know what? Paul handed these out and great miracles were done. I believe they can be done today. And if you need prayer for the baptism of the Holy Spirit, just come and see me right now.